Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Return of the ham. It is time to do the Dougie once again. Dougie Hamilton has officially returned to the New Jersey Devils lineup. Where do they go from here? And also, the Devils have made some interesting line changes uh, during their more recent practice. Who's paired with whom? And what do I think about it? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And I just want to thank you guys for the support that you gave the last episode in which I interviewed AJ Galanti. I really appreciate it. If you haven't checked out that episode, please pause this episode and give it a listen. AJ Galanti is the star of the Netflix movie, untold crime and penalties it's a great movie highly recommended if you haven't seen it already but uh, like i said please give that interview a listen or watch it on youtube because we are now available on youtube like i said last week so like and subscribe so that way i can get my viewership up and i can grow uh that part of my show to be just as big as uh what it is right now on wherever uh you stream this podcast at so anyway let's talk about the new jersey devils because it's been a while since i've reported good news for the new jersey devils and this is going to be a fresh a breath air, but Dougie Hamilton is officially back for the New Jersey Devils. Now, here's the thing he has been practicing with the team for a couple weeks in a no contact jersey, however, he was never cleared to play in a game. Uh, and today he revealed that uh, he was ready to go, and it was just up to the coaching staff as to whether or not they wanted to play him or not. Lindy Ruff has confirmed that Dougie Hamilton will play in the next game for the New Jersey Devils against the Pittsburgh Penguins, so I am really looking forward to that. So the last time that we saw Dougie Hamilton was actually way back in early January. You would have to go back to January 2nd when we played against the Washington Capitals, and it's February 22nd right now at the time of this recording, so it's been almost uh, two full months since we've seen one of our best players take the rink so I am so glad that Dougie Hamilton is finally back for the New Jersey Devils and this is going to pay dividends a lot for the New Jersey Devils because uh, Pucks and Pitchforks actually released something very interesting they released an article uh, a couple weeks ago they said that Dougie Hamilton is crucial for the New Jersey Devils to get more wins because before his injury uh, Dougie Hamilton was responsible for a fair amount of wins so I'm not sure what it is in hockey, but like in basketball, it's uh, wins above replacement. Basically, like if a player is out for a significant time, you'll see like how valuable they are. But, you know, you don't need to look at advanced analytics to know that Dougie Hamilton is very valuable for this team. Arguably one of our best players. So I am so glad that Dougie Hamilton is going to be back because we need someone like him. Because the thing of the matter is, guys, we've been struggling a lot at the goaltending position and our defense hasn't really been helping us. Yes, you got Ryan Graves. Yes, you got Jonas Siegenthaler. But the one thing we've been struggling this year in terms of just overall roster structure is just having more options, being more flexible, and just having 
Dougie Hamilton back just makes that much easier for the New Jersey Devils and makes it that much easier for Lindy Ruff. So I am so glad that uh, Dougie Hamilton is finally back for the New Jersey Devils. And like and like he said, he's ready to go. Lindy Ruff is uh, ready to use him once again. So I'm really excited to see Dougie Hamilton. And before I even do my pregame episode in which I talk about our next matchup against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Dougie Hamilton is already going to be my pick for player to watch for that matchup. So please keep an eye out for that. And I hope Dougie Hamilton does something spectacular in that game. Maybe we can see what he did against the Chicago Blackhawks at first game of the year in which he uh, was able to score his first career goal with the New Jersey Devils within a 30-second frame. Maybe we can see that right now because, like I said, it's been almost two months since we've seen him, so I think he's due for something big. So anyway, let's look at the line combinations that Lindy Ruff rolled out with during this practice, and I presume that he's going to use this lineup uh, come game time against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So for the defensive line, he had Siegenthaler and Hamilton, Graves and Severson, Smith and Subban, and Yaros and White. So obviously I'm not really too concerned about the bottom four. That pretty much stays intact. But it's very interesting that he is now pairing Jonas Siegenthaler with Dougie Hamilton because throughout the majority of the year, we've been seeing Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves be paired alongside. And one thing I said about Graves and Hamilton, they're like a Batman and Robin combination because you got Hamilton doing most of the heavy lifting, but at the same time, you can't really uh, underestimate Graves' impact. He's there when you need him to be. He was certainly uh, helping the New Jersey Devils stay afloat. And overall, you know, Ryan Graves was uh, just being the overall leader for the New Jersey Devils on the defensive uh, side of things because he has a silent but deadly impact. Bryce Salvador had mentioned it, it, uh, I believe, a couple games ago on the broadcast. So, you know, some of the impact that we see from, like, Ryan Graves doesn't show up on the stat sheet. But overall, you just knew that the combination of him and Dougie Hamilton was so crucial for the New Jersey Devils going forward. So, anyway, I want to talk about this overall line pairing because this is actually quite interesting because we talk a lot about Ryan Graves and his silent but deadly impact but what about Jonas Siegenthaler so here's the thing guys this is why the New Jersey Devils cannot fail to fall asleep uh, come the trade deadline because remember we were able to pick up Jonas Siegenthaler from the Washington Capitals where he was underappreciated undervalued he was lost in a swarm of veteran players and uh, Lindy Ruff actually lobbied for his services and the New Jersey Devils were able to trade like what a third round draft pick for uh, his use. So overall, uh, I think that was a good pickup. So what you see from Jonas Siegenthaler, the, the average fan might not really appreciate what he's done so, uh, this year. So like uh, he has no goals this year. He has 10 assists and he has a plus minus of negative six. Now, here's the thing. Usually I am big on plus minus and usually I'm big on like two way style play. That's why I'm a little more lenient with Dougie Hamilton or Damon Severson, because like I said, Severson's name has been popping around uh, trade discussions, but I'm just saying Maybe we should hold on to Severson. I get that a lot of you have lost your patience with him and you don't really see him as a long-term solution, but I still think he's very valuable for this organization, one of our leaders. But um, Siegenthaler being paired alongside uh, with uh, Dougie Hamilton, uh, that that's actually very interesting. Going back to Jonas Siegenthaler, the one thing a lot of people can uh, agree on with Jonas Siegenthaler is that he's just a big body out there. He's six foot two, but he weighs 218 pounds, and his job is to suppress shots. His uh, job is to just basically make an impact down low for the New Jersey Devils and basically just assert himself and just try to keep uh, the attacking team away from the crease. Like, no duh situation. But I think Jonas Siegenthaler has done that a lot this year, but we don't really see it. We don't really appreciate it. And once he's off the rink, we kind of start to see it just a little bit. I think Jonas Siegenthaler, aside from like Dougie Hamilton, who was projected to be one of our best players this year, and also Ryan Graves, in in which, uh, you know, people just slept on Ryan Graves. They just put him under the rug. They just 
he just falls underneath the radar in terms of overall uh, impact for a respective team. Like we saw what he was able to do with the Colorado Avalanche. But going back to Jonas Siegenthaler, I think a lot of people just don't understand what he brings to this organization. I get it. What he does doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but you need to look at his game closely. Like the fact that he's able to just assert himself, the fact that he's able to suppress shots. And yes, he's a stay-at-home defenseman. That's why he has 10 assists in 50 games play, but there's a reason why he's playing consistently for the New Jersey Devils. There's a reason why he's in the top four in terms of defensive rotation. It's just because despite him not being like um, the current generation of an ideal two-way defenseman, because that seems like to be the new big thing in the NHL. That's why people like Luke Hughes are making a huge impact right now for their respective programs. And that's one of the reasons why the New Jersey Devils, despite, you know, him being the little brother of Jack Hughes, there's a reason why the New Jersey Devils were big on getting Luke Hughes because nowadays uh, defensemen have to be uh, two-way players. Not only do they have to play decent defense, but they also have to score a lot. But the thing about Luke Hughes is that he's a little jumpy on the defensive side of things, which is why uh, a lot of scouts just said, like, this is why he's going to fall a couple spots in the draft just because he's not really a good defenseman, despite him being a defenseman, but he's great on the offensive end. But Siegenthaler is the complete opposite. So, you know, he's a stay-at-home defenseman, but at the same time, he's not going to slow down our offense, if that makes sense. So if Siegenthaler is out there, you know that he's not really going to generate any points. He's not going to give us a goal, but at the same time, he's there to just... Um, play defense and just make sure to slow down the opposing team's offense, try to defuse the attack, try to assert himself, whatever the case might be. I think Jonas Siegenthaler has been a great defenseman for the New Jersey Devils, but we just don't see his true impact. We don't see his true uh, leadership. We just don't see it from the uh, naked eye perspective. But I just want to take the time to see like, hey, I actually agree with this pairing that Lindy Ruff is doing in practice, at least the game can definitely change. But I think pairing Siegenthaler alongside with Dougie Hamilton is actually an interesting move. And then moving Ryan Graves to Damon Severson, I think that's also pretty interesting. And I think that could be beneficial for both sides of the coin. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll explain momentarily, but first it is time for the first and only live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Bet Online. So football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops, and my Michigan Wolverines, they're kind of under scrutiny right now. Thanks a lot, Juwan Howard. So from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, <clears throat> University of Michigan. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, NASCAR, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Well, it was because the Olympics is now over. So head to the website today or use your mobile devices to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So before the break, I talked about how moving Ryan Graves down to the second line and um, pairing uh, Jonas Siegenthaler with Dougie Hamilton can be beneficial for both sides of the coin. What I mean by that is like when you look at the New Jersey Devils guys, one of the things that I've been preaching the last few weeks is that we need all of our players back to give us more options. And it's something that I want to see in the future because here's the thing. Uh, looking at the top line, it's Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Mercer. And then for the second line, it's Heizer, Zaka, and Brat. And then for the third line, it's Boquist, Tatar, Janssen. And then the fourth line is McLeod, Bastion, and VC. 
What was the one thing I've been talking about this last few weeks in terms of just overall options for the New Jersey Devils? I said you have to break up Jack Hughes and Jesper Brock. I know it's not the fan favorite type of thing to do, but it's the right thing to do if you want to execute and get more wins on the board because you can't be pairing alongside our two best players night in and night out. That's going to make you very predictable. And the same goes for our defensive side of things too. Like Ryan Graves and Dougie Hamilton have been arguably our best two defensemen uh, the entirety of the season, I, I would say that Jonas Siegenthaler has been our most consistent player, but you know, then again, it's just like um, Dougie Hamilton's been out for an extended period of time, so uh, someone had to step up in the absence of Dougie Hamilton. So just saying, like, not trying to take anything away from Jonas Siegenthaler, just just spin the facts right now. So overall, like when I'm looking at this line combination at the Devils' practice right now, this is exactly what I want to see from uh, the Devils' night in, night out, which is try to spread out your options right now because the Devils have just been so thin in terms of just um, finding the options, finding the overall impact, finding the offensive pressure, finding uh, that spark on the defensive side of things. And getting Dougie Hamilton back is bigger than what people might realize, or maybe uh, they they are realizing it, and that's why they're excited. But overall, it's just like getting Dougie Hamilton back just gives the Devils more choices to work with. And I like this option by Lindy Ruff because you pair Dougie Hamilton alongside with Jonas Siegenthaler. Jonas Siegenthaler has been consistent throughout the uh, entirety of the year. Dougie Hamilton is our go-to guy in terms of star power. He's going to be the future for the Devils organization for years to come. And then you got uh, Graves paired alongside with Damon Severson. Damon Severson, he's made a few boneheaded mistakes, but maybe putting him alongside Ryan Graves, someone who we know has a great impact on the rink and is great in whatever shift he is playing in. Uh, you, you know Ryan Graves, whatever he does, it's the right thing to do because I think there's only been like, what, five or so games in which uh, I was just like, Ryan Graves just wasn't himself. But overall, I, I just love the impact. I love the leadership and I love just the uh, ju- just the silent but deadly impact from Ryan Graves. And I think him being paired alongside Damon Severson, who also gives us a bit of a spark on the defensive side of things as well because Damon Severson has appeared in 48 games. He has six goals, 21 assists for a grand total of 27 points. My only concern is, you know, plus minus is negative 16. And he does make a few boneheaded mistakes. Like, you know, we saw what he did in the LA Kings game. We saw what he did in the Toronto Maple Leafs game. But overall, it's just like Damon Severson is a great leader for our organization. And maybe pairing him alongside with Ryan Graves can be beneficial for him because, like I just said moments ago, with Ryan Graves, you you know what you're going to get from Ryan Graves. And that's consistency because you know that Ryan Graves is going to have a positive impact on whatever shift he plays, whatever player he's paired alongside with, Ryan Graves always seems to find a way to make it work. And just adding Dougie Hamilton to the mix can take the burden off of Siegenthaler's shoulders. It can take the burden off of Graves' shoulders because now we got our star player back and now the New Jersey Devils can generate a few more wins and maybe salvage the season just a little bit. But, you know, just trying to give you guys some hope in that regard. So really excited from there. And now let's just shift the focus on to... um, uh, Jesper Brat and Jack Hughes. Like I said, guys, Jack Hughes and Jesper Brat have been a fantastic duo this season for the New Jersey Devils. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Jesper Brat leading our team in points. Jack Hughes being named an all-star, participating in the breakaway challenge. But this is the right decision that they have to do because here's the thing. Uh, like I said, if you just pair Jack Hughes alongside with Jesper Brat, then you're just leaving yourself uh, even more exposed because teams could just be like, okay, you, all you have to do is just keep the Devils' first line in check, and then we can move down to their second line. You, you know what you're going to get from Nico Heizer, which is he's good sometimes, sometimes he's not so good, but at the same time, it, it's more good than not 
for Nico Heizer. But at the same time, Nico Heizer, he could be performing much better if he had some help because you're pairing him alongside Zaka and Tatar. And the thing with Zaka and Tatar is like, you know, for Tatar, I had high hopes coming into the season, but he hasn't really like had more good games than bad games. He just hasn't. That's why he's in and out of the top six, you know, despite, uh, you know, injury, despite uh, uh, being uh, COVID plagued, whatever the case might be. It's just like if a, if a team is like, you know, so spread thin in terms of just uh, overall production, overall bodies out there, then someone like Tatar, he should be in the top six consistently. But he's not. He's in and out of the top six based on my perspective of what I've been seeing throughout the entirety of the year. So. Tatar needs to stay on the bottom six because maybe he'll benefit much better if he's playing down there. Same with Janssen. You know, Janssen got off to a pretty good start to the season, but lately it's just like um, he's just been falling underneath the radar just a little bit. So expecting a little bit more from Janssen, but at the same time, uh, he's definitely performing much better than what he did uh, last season. But then again, it doesn't really take that much to, to be doing better. So when looking at Andreas Janssen's stats, 46 games played, has 11 goals, 15 assists for a grand total of 26 points. And he's starting to get uh, a little bit better. But the thing is, in his last five games, he only has two points and his plus minus is negative one. So the thing about Andreas Janssen is that I want to see more consistency out of him. So for Tatar, I want to see more production. For Andreas Janssen, I want to see more consistency because remember when he had that three-point night against the Carolina Hurricanes? Well, uh, like five or so games after that, he put up nothing but zeros. So that cannot happen. Like you need to find that momentum. And then, uh, like I said, his past five games, two points. And, you know, when we're looking at the overall whole of what he's done after that uh, Carolina Hurricanes game, just absolutely little to nothing. And, um, you know, keeping him in the bottom six, I think that's going to be beneficial as well. So, like I said, I, I haven't given up on Janssen. And I haven't given up on Tatar because they've had their moments. And obviously Janssen is improving as, as to what he did uh, last season. But at the same time, I'm just expecting a little bit more. Like, okay, you started strong, but sometimes it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And despite the season not being uh, close to done yet, we're a little more than halfway done with it. But at the same time, there's still plenty of games for him to get it together. But like I said, not how you start, how you it's how you finish. And right now, Janssen is not exactly finishing strong right now. So that's the one thing I want to see from Andreas Janssen. Uh, but, you know, for someone like Boquist, he's certainly surprised me. So I think Boquist running the third line will also be good for the Devils. And Mikey McLeod, that energy line of Bash and VC. Boy, I wish we had Miles Wood back. And like AJ Galanti said in the uh, last episode, uh, Miles Wood is the epitome of a Danbury trasher because you just know that you're going to get that grit determination from him. You're just going to get a dogged effort from him. And, uh, you know, he's the one who made our energy line. He's the one who makes our bottom six pop. So I really hope Miles Wood could come back uh, towards the end of the season. However, I wouldn't hold my breath about it. So what are some of my expectations for the New Jersey Devils now that we got Dougie Hamilton back, now that we're starting to spread out our players and get production uh, from different parts of our lineup? What do I expect the New Jersey Devils to do? Well, I expect them to be somewhat better. So I, I think our days of like losing six games in a row, knock on wood, are pretty much over because like I told you guys, yes, it was frustrating that we were losing six games in a row, but keep in mind, you know, we were still missing Dougie Hamilton. Uh, I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is coming back for the rest of the year. I'll do an episode about that sometime soon once I get more information, but overall, it's just like, um, you know, we have better defense now that Dougie Hamilton is back. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, 
But even though Dougie Hamilton is my player to look out for in the next game, uh, I'm keeping my expectations somewhat modest because it's going to be a while before Dougie Hamilton gets back into the swing of things or he could be like Jack Hughes and just make an immediate impact. But at the same time, we're still not winning because remember when Jack Hughes came back, people thought that there would be an immediate impact. Then again, Lindy Ruff was playing Jack Hughes out of position for some reason and that didn't really make much sense. But Overall, it's just like I'm expecting much better from the New Jersey Devils. I think uh, better days are ahead. I'll save my prediction for my next episode once once I break down the overall pregame between uh, the Devils and the Penguins. But overall, um, I, I'm loving uh, what the Devils have right now. And I'm glad that they're finally listening to me because, you know, keep Mercer at the winger position. See what he can potentially do. See what Sharon Govich uh, can potentially do as well because Sharon Govich is starting to pick it up as the season uh, heads into a full swing. Jack Hughes is certainly making his impact. Uh, have uh, He's repaired alongside Jesper Brock because that worked out uh, pretty well last year. And now you give Heizer some more help. So uh, my overall thing for the Devils is that I expect them to do better. Not great, but better. And I think that's what people need to have their expectations in terms of the overall impact from Dougie Hamilton. So I anticipate for every game the New Jersey Devils lose, they'll probably win a game or two just to make up for it. But I would expect still somewhat inconsistency from the New Jersey Devils, but I don't think I'm going to expect total obliteration or just totally like uh, imploding in their regards for a game. But I think uh, getting Dougie Hamilton back will be key. And also, here's an interesting fact that a lot of people aren't really talking about, and this is courtesy of Sam Wu. Uh, He also hosts the Devils podcast. He says that uh, Dougie Hamilton injured uh, his jawline uh, against the Capitals on January 2nd. The New Jersey Devils special team since January 4th, Devils power play 22.7%. Devils penalty kill 89.5%. So Nazardine and Recky should be given a lot of credit for the turnaround. So yeah, without Dougie Hamilton, our special teams somehow, some way, were still able to improve. So definitely credit when credit is earned to our assistant coaching staff of Nazardine and also Recky because I know there were talks about uh, one or both of them potentially being fired uh, earlier on in the season. But I think now the naysayers have pretty much gone away, including me because I was a naysayer myself. I'll admit it. But overall, like I said, guys, Dougie Hamilton is officially back. Devils have swapped their line combinations to get more scoring and also get more production uh, from not just a single line. So that way they're not so top heavy. And uh, what do I expect from the New Jersey Devils? I expect them to, to be better and be somewhat more consistent. But at the same time, I expect a lot of more inconsistency than consistency, if that makes sense. But just I, I think you get what I'm saying. The Devils will be better, but let's not uh, expect like that much better. Let's just keep our expectations modest. But let me know what you guys think. Are you guys excited that Dougie Hamilton is back? What do you Where do you think the New Jersey Devils go from here? And what are your opinions on the line combinations that Lindy Ruff rolled out in the more recent practice? Curious to hear your guys' thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So thanks for listening, and also thanks for watching on YouTube. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.